Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 572. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about why not to use online-only banks. Now, this might be a little controversial. I know there are many financial experts who support the idea of using online-only banks, but I'm going to take a little bit of a different tack here. This comes from an Instagram post that I made a few days ago that really went crazy, a lot more crazy than I expected because I thought it was kind of a logical conclusion, but there were a lot of interesting comments and I wanted to share it with you. So here was the post that I wrote on Instagram. Be skeptical of any financial expert who tells you not to use a bank. It's not that I'm pro-banks, I'm definitely not, but a bank that has physical locations will greatly relieve any anxiety you may feel if there is a power outage or internet failure. What would you do if you couldn't access your account online and no one answered the phone? You're not going to make much interest in a bank account anyway, so don't worry about a, quote, much higher interest rate, end quote, that an online-only bank pays because the annual difference is probably less than $30. Experts are making commissions for encouraging you to do things that are not in your best interest. Keep your checking and emergency fund in a bank, invest the rest through your brokerage account for higher returns and serious compounding. So that was my post on Instagram a few days ago. And Sarah commented, I was just having this debate at work the other day and was fiercely defending my position that banks are indeed a good idea. Thank you so much for this post. It's just what I needed to read. Well, I wanna go through a little bit of what I wrote because I think there's more explanation to be had behind what I had to say. But frankly, I've been a little shocked that financial experts have been willing to promote online-only banks because it only makes sense to me that if we have a power outage or internet failure, you're gonna wanna go down to the local brick and mortar bank and knock on the door. If that's not possible, if you can't contact anyone about your money, how on earth are you supposed to sleep at night? This happened a while ago when Wells Fargo Bank went down and people couldn't access their money. They couldn't get it through the ATM. Their credit cards weren't working. I mean, it was an incredible disaster. So this is not something that's hypothetical. This is something that has actually happened. Being able to go down the street, knock on the door or go into the bank and talk with the local branch manager has got to make you feel somewhat better. It might not resolve all your problems because the problems may be greater than what the bank can handle, but at least you know you've done something 
to explore all avenues, which I can't imagine trying to use your computer to access your account or a phone to access your account is going to give you the same kind of satisfaction as literally being reassured by a human being that eventually this is going to work out and maybe even giving you some kind of indication for how long it will be. There's also fly-by-night situations that came up. Sandy said, thank you for such sound advice. I appreciate this very much as I'm lousy at online computer stuff. I was recently robbed of my last money online, trying to get my life back financially. Well, that's another problem with online only banks is who's really doing the checking to make sure that they're legit. It would be fairly easy for people to pose as online banks without really being checked out. And that leads us open to all kinds of additional fraud. Just another reason why an online only bank, I don't feel is secure. Now to the part where I say, you're not gonna make much interest in a bank account anyway, so don't worry about a much higher interest rate than an online only bank pays because the annual difference is probably less than $30. Well, see, that's their big ploy is that, oh, you're going to make 25 times as much as you do with XYZ Bank's savings account. So put your money with us. Well, it might be 25 times as much, but if you actually pencil out the math, it's likely a few extra dollars here or there. It's really not a whole lot of money, which is why we need to not worry so much over interest in savings accounts to begin with right now because interest rates are so low that we're going to earn next to nothing pretty much no matter what. Whether you're earning 1% or 2% on your money, it's going to take 36 years to 72 years to double your money. So in neither one of those situations are you going to be making a lot on your money, even if they're right and it's 25 times more than your local bank it's still just a small amount of money. It's not where your money is going to become bigger money. Where it's gonna become bigger money is in investments where you can get higher rates of compounding and where you can really get your money working harder for you. So that's ultimately your goal, which is why I said, keep your checking and emergency fund in a bank, invest the rest through your brokerage account for higher returns and serious compounding because you shouldn't be keeping it all in the bank. You should only be keeping as much as you need to pay your bills and have your emergency fund in the bank and put the rest in your investments for higher compounding and growth. So we should be talking about a small amount of money in the bank in these accounts anyway, and therefore a very small amount of money that they're going to earn at a one or 2% interest rate. Somebody else asked, do you feel that banks and credit unions offer the same benefits in this regard, or would you recommend one over the other? Well, credit unions have a slight advantage because they're not for profit, and so they can offer slightly higher rates. But again, this is still a low interest rate, and it should be on a small amount of money, so it's really not going to make a huge difference. Larger banks have the advantage of being able to offer you more products and services. So that's something definitely to look at. But I do like local credit unions for supporting your local neighborhood, for some of the great service that they have. So I like credit unions as well as banks. And finally, Lisa asked me, how much cash should we have on hand in the house? And I said, enough for groceries and gas for five to seven days. 
It's important to have some cash in your home because you never know what kind of an emergency can come up. And in this computer age, it is possible for all electronics to go down. So you do wanna have some cash on hand in case you need to buy some things if you don't have electronic access to your funds. The best place to store extra cash is in a safe that's bolted to your floor at home. If you don't have one, that's a goal to put on your list to get. If that's something you can't afford, then get more creative with how to hide your funds. Do not put them in your sock drawer or under your bed. That's the first place that burglars look. So in summary, I think it's important to keep some money in the bank that has local branches nearby you, preferably not that bank that had the electronic outage, preferably a different bank, whether it's a bank or a credit union, I think you're good both ways. As long as you've got a local branch, I would go with them and stay away from online only banks. It's gonna give you a lot more peace of mind in case of any kind of an electronic problem or internet problem. And it may not be perfect, but I think you'll sleep a whole lot better at night. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.